Hello, Mixed Neck Cases and Dog Days of Podcasting listeners. This is Nuke Jess, and this is Dinner in a Movie. And tonight I'm talking about the movie Bros that came out this year. It's a rom-com sort of thing. Um, apparently, it did not... Well, depending on which movie review site, it did not get very high uh, ranks. Although, I guess on Rotten Tomatoes, 88 is a pretty good score. So, I'll, I'll say that's okay. I saw this trailer. I was really excited about it. I thought it looked really funny and really cute. And then... I watched it and it was not what I was expecting it to be. So I'm going to let you know what this is. This is actually kind of a Hallmark movie, kind of. It's not a Hallmark movie, but they definitely hang a lantern on the fact that they are doing a Hallmark movie. You know, the whole opposites attract sort of rom-com thing. Um, But queer. And I like that. We've had a couple of those come out recently. Um, There was one last year that I really dug was it last year or the year before? I can't even remember with Christian Stewart and Eugene Levy. And it was just really, really good and really fun. This is a little less staying true to the whole Hallmark thing. I mean, yes, there's Christmas in it at one point, but it's not completely around the Christmas season. And there's no like magic. I think that's part of the criteria. Um, The encaffeinated one can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that You need to be around Christmas. I think that it's supposed to be, uh, there's supposed to be some magical thing that happens or whatever. But this was just a really cute little movie. And one of the actors, by the way, like if you look at his resume, it's almost all Hallmark movies. So, you know, they did their research. They did. They definitely did. But it's basically you're following Bobby, who's this podcaster, who's just like very critical of the world, very angry at the world. Um, very, Everything's a little tongue-in-cheek. Everything's a little heightened than normal. I'm not sure he'd be in my podcasting friend group, but, you know, I mean, maybe. You never know. Uh, it all depends. Uh, but definitely um, very, very heightened. Also, really unrealistic uh, when people just on the street are like, oh, I listen to your podcast. Can I have a selfie? Like, unless you are... I don't know, one of the the big NPR ones or something like that. I, I don't think many people would be able to recognize a person by their face and go, oh, that's the person that I listen to in that podcast. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I, I just I couldn't pick up a pa- pick out a podcaster in unless I knew them, you know, outside of knowing them you know, like from conventions or or various ways that I've met up with people. But I remember, for instance, um so I knew Mark the Caffeinated one. I knew him. We did like Buffy Between the Lines together. We gamed online together. All of these other things. The first time I met him, I was scared. I was not going to be able to recognize him. Um, so the idea of just being able to see somebody on the street and go, oh, that's the podcaster that I listen to. No, I don't believe so. I really don't think so. But that's, I'm getting distracted. Uh, that's not the point. So he's this like, you know, what they think a podcaster is. Uh, he's really happy to go on Tinder dates and he loves his platonic friendships, but the whole having a friendship of somebody that you sleep with is not really what he's into. Uh, definitely seems like somebody that's been trying to protect themselves 
and then he run meets this guy who is pretty much the same way. Likes to play the field, doesn't like to do relationships, but they start talking and they they find that they enjoy spending time together and they are completely opposite. You know, one is very big in the queer community and is opening up a uh, LGBTQ plus history museum and all of these other things and the other one is you know a lawyer and a bro who's all about like what did my pecs look like and and you know sports and the hangover is my favorite movie or something like that you know just very different kinds of worlds and then of course as you're watching it you realize that they are both very insecure about different things um you know, so they, of course, think that the other person couldn't possibly be into them, which is very relatable for pretty much anyone, or at least maybe just me. I don't know uh, that often you're in a relationship when and it's usually the best relationships when you each think that the other person is going to wake up one day and realize, wait, why am I with this person? You know, you have that like weird feeling um, because you you are so into the person you're with that you don't see what they see in you, that sort of thing. And so it's really sweet in that sense. Uh, a lot of really cute little in-jokes, a lot of a lot of really uh, big names in this. And I'm just noticing, I guess it was produced by Judd Apatow, which does not surprise me, but I had not realized it. It's not like a typical Judd Apatow thing, but he didn't write it. So there's definitely that. Um, I'm sure, and, and, and he didn't direct it either. It looks like the writers were also the directors. So all good. Uh, but you know, I mean, you've got, um, Deborah Messing playing herself in this. Uh, you've got, uh, oh, what is her name? She played Marcy in, um, Married with Children. <sighs> Pretty famous for being a lesbian way back in the day. Amanda is that how you pronounce her name? All right, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I'm clearly not very good with uh, pronouncing names and a bunch of other like definite names like that, you know, like from the old, you know, uh, uh, queer movies like Harvey Farstein and then the new queer movies like Bo and Yang, you know, and just lots of little uh, little cameos and stuff like Ben Stiller does a cameo and there's a couple other cameos and it's just really a fun little quirky thing. I will say this is not something, um, uh, you know, it's not the, oh, we just sprinkled a little gay in here to, to make it palatable for the straight people. No, that is not what it is. And it kind of makes it very clear. This is not what that movie is in the first five minutes to the point of, yeah, I started screenwriting and they, they wanted me to make queer movies for straight people. And so as if you can get past that scene, you're going to be like, okay, I can watch this movie sort of a thing. I really dug it. I thought it was really fun. Um, I really don't think I know a lot of Billy Eichner's work. He's, uh, the main actor. He's one of the writers. Um, and, and I think the other writer is the one that, um, is the director, but apparently he was in The Lion King. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I, I really enjoyed this whole movie and the perspective. And I, for one, would like to see more rom-coms like this. I want to see more uh, just fun little, you know, silly little rom-coms because 
I'm here for it. I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. How many times are you going to do the same, you know, the Christmas prints uh, over and over again? You, you throw in some different stories. And I, I kind of like that this was a different story, that it wasn't a very like wholesome, oh, I'm in a relationship and I need to have a love triangle. No. And it was, this was people tackling their own inner demons and their own intimacy issues, but in a way that was enjoyable and fun to watch. Um, it may not be for everybody. So I definitely want to make sure that, you know, you know, going in, this is a queer movie, but I love queer movies. So give me more of them. That So if that is up your alley, please watch it. It was a lot of fun. Not what I was expecting. I was expecting to enjoy it, but I enjoyed it in a different way. It was very different from what I was expecting. Like for instance, uh, I thought it was going to be more in the the vein of the Fire Island movie that came out last year, which was a lot of fun. A retelling of Pride and Prejudice, whole fun little area there. I love retellings of stories. But this was different. This was a completely original movie, or at least to me it was. I didn't recognize the story if it was. Um, but I dug it. And we are going to pair this with Leftover Birthday Cake, because I have more than a half a cake still in my fridge and it's going to go in the garbage. Probably I'll probably have another piece tomorrow and then it'll go in the garbage because how long can you hang on to cake? But that's okay. Whether you eat the cake or not, it's still delicious. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.